guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's up? What's up? Welcome to the Having It All podcast. Ah, it feels great to be on the mic doing what I love to do in podcasting and talking about having it all. And I'm very grateful that you're here hanging out with me on this beautiful day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have had a hell of a week. And, you know, this show, a lot, about, a lot of this show is about me being very honest and transparent with stuff that's been going on in my life. And so I'm going to share with you guys what's been up past couple of weeks. Um, this past Saturday, I had to put my dog Watson to sleep. And it was hands down the most challenging thing that I've ever had to do. And um, the past three weeks really have been very, very tough uh, because he got sick three weeks ago and just went downhill pretty quickly um, to the point where I really had, you know, few options left and his quality of life um, was beginning to deteriorate. So uh, I made the incredibly, incredibly hard decision to say goodbye to him, um, you know, at least in this physical realm, say goodbye to him. And, you know, this segues into my magic because in being in the place that I have been in the past, um, definitely since Saturday, but really the past few weeks, I have received so much love from you all, which is incredible. You know, I I, um, I talked a little bit about what was going on in the Trust Challenge group, and um, I've shared certain things with clients. You know, I've had to reschedule different um, phone calls and just, just different things like that, rearranging life um, around taking care of Watson. And I have just received such an outpouring of love from you, and it really has been magical. It has been truly, truly incredible. So, that is my my magic, you know, just you all pouring it on and uh, you know, I'm I'm so open to receive it and um it really has has filled me up and brought a little bit of just light into what has been a very tough time for me. And I I want to share gratitude in this as well, right? Like this is the magic portion of the show, but 
you know, on this on this occasion, I want to send gratitude to Watson. Seven years ago, I uh, I adopted him down in Florida, and you know, when you adopt an animal, when you adopt a dog, you go and you walk in and you see them all everywhere, whether it's in a kennel or in my case, it was at a PetSmart, and you get to pick your your friend, pick your pet. Um, but in this case, he picked me. And I'm just so grateful that he did pick me seven years ago because we had a really, really uh, incredible time together. Oh, man. And it sucks. God, does it suck. <laughs> it sucks so much. I've, I haven't felt a loss like this um, in my life. And that's so wild to say because I've, I've said goodbye to family members and relationships and other pets, but this one has really hit me. So I'm just working right now, being in the space where I feel like I'm, I'm processing a little bit more, um, just, just processing. I'm just working on gratitude and being so grateful for all the moments that I had with him and uh, so grateful for all the lives that he impacted because for all of you pet lovers out there, you know that they just love so unconditionally and so purely. And, you know, coming home to a wagging tail every single day, like every single day is such a a beautiful thing that animals can really provide us. Just that excitement for each day, the excitement to see us. And I felt that every day with Watson. So he's going to be so missed, so missed. It's crazy. But... I want to share that with you all because that's that's been my life the past few weeks, you know, and and we go through really tough things like this. All of us do. And I know that, you know, most, if not all of you have felt this sort of um, empty space within you when something that you love dearly um, transitions or leaves. And it is such a, a, a feeling of like... You just, you just don't feel like you're going to get over it. You don't feel like it's ever going to end and never going to get better. Um, and so for, for anyone right now who's going through it right now, you know, I'm sending you love and I'm letting you know that I can relate and that there's a whole community of people out here who are sending that love out there to you because it sucks. It sucks. And there's really nothing more you can say. It just, it sucks. Um, but it will, you know, I'm telling this to myself, Like it does get better. Each day has gotten better. You know, I've cried more than I've ever cried in my life, especially on Saturday, but each day I cry a little bit less. And I know that tomorrow I'm gonna shed, you know, probably fewer tears than today. But doesn't mean that I don't still love him the way that I always have. It doesn't mean that that my feelings for him go down. It's just I'm able to kind of have a greater acceptance maybe and and maybe moving more into that space of gratitude and I can smile on the moments. And so if you're feeling it as well, I'm there with you. It's going to get better. Let's just keep flowing. Let's just keep being as awesome as we can. So that's my magic slash gratitude for today. And now I want to pour some love out onto you listeners, particularly I want to give a huge shout out today in the listener love segment to Dominic. Dominic, you shot me an email, man, uh, 
probably like a week ago, right in the midst of all the stuff. So um, it, I haven't actually gotten back to you yet, but um, your email was awesome. I really appreciate your email. Um, one of the big reasons, man, I love hearing from male listeners. Like I know you all are out there and I know that the things that I talk about resonate with you, but there's something about, maybe it's like guy code. Maybe it's just how we are socialized as men, that it's just not a, a quote unquote normal thing for a guy to reach out and connect with another dude in a sincere way. We just don't really do that, or at least it's not comfortable to do that. Uh, but Dominic, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you being real. I appreciate you being a real, emotionally aware, and multifaceted man yourself. I love it. And I truly look forward to connecting with you more. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. So if you want to be like Dominic and shoot me an email and, and get into a conversation with me outside of this podcast, because the podcast is a one-way thing, and I love getting into two-way communications with you. You can do so through my email, mattcbivens at gmail.com. That's my personal email address. It goes right into my inbox. You can also hit me up, Matthew underscore Bivens on Instagram. That's a great place to reach me these days on Instagram. Um, I really like Instagram. It's, it's cool. Um, I haven't posted in a long time, and, uh, but I still answer my, my messages. So hit me up. Let's get into a conversation. All right, got to make a quick announcement about the Trust Challenge because we're in week three. This is uh, week three of the Trust Challenge. Right now, myself and all of you who are participating, we're making deposits into our mental accounts, our mental trust accounts. So we're doing things that stretch our minds, that, that, that um, require us to think critically, that require us to problem solve that require us to think about things in a different way. Or some, some of us are just doing things to give our minds a break and relax. But this week is all about mental. And it is so freaking cool to watch you all posting in the Facebook group, the Having It All Trust Challenge crew Facebook group. It's so great seeing the interaction going on, people posing questions, people giving each other feedback and you know just showing up. Like There are some of you who are posting every day. That's incredible. So incredible. So it is not too late to join us in the Trust Challenge. I'm keeping this thing open for the full five weeks. Uh, we're on week number three right now. We've got uh, social coming up and spiritual deposits coming up. Uh, we've already done physical and emotional. So if you want to join us in this really, really incredible experience of making a commitment to show up for ourselves 
each and every day for five weeks so that we can really learn how to trust ourselves, then please come join us. You can learn more and sign up at matthewbivens.com slash trust. It's 100% free, and I guarantee you're going to get something awesome when you sign up and fully dive in. Cool. Let's get into today's episode because today I'm talking about something that hasn't come very easy for me in life, and that's apologizing. Um, This episode is inspired by one of you, listener who reached out to me on Instagram to get my feedback on a scenario. And after I shared my feedback, I was like, you know what? There are a lot of folks who would benefit from this because if you all are anything like me, then you've experienced times in your life where apologizing for something, coming clean about something has been very challenging. And you, you, you might feel conflicted about what to do. Like, I could apologize. I could just let it go. Maybe I need to clear the air. Maybe I should do nothing. And being in that place of conflict is tough. It's tough. So that's what I want to talk about today. And, and what I'm going to do is paraphrase um, this listener's message to me and really just get the gist across. Then I'm going to share my feedback on it. All right. So here is the paraphrased message. It goes, when you know you've hurt someone, even if it wasn't intentional, how do you know when to come clean and clear the air or just let it go? Even if this person did not treat you well, and even if you yourself were in a deep place of hurting when you actually hurt them, like how do you know when to come clean? And how does this connect with the trust challenge. My heart and my mind are in conflict. So again, I, I really dig this scenario and this question. Um, man, apologizing for me has been tough. Uh, I, have, I have for a long time, just my ego would really get, get in my way. And uh, you know, I never really wanted to take that full responsibility for things. Um, I know as a kid, you know, my parents would make me apologize. I would often do things to my sisters. I would fight them. I would take things from them. I would tease them. And I was made to apologize. Say you're sorry, Matthew. You need to apologize. You can't do X, Y, Z until you apologize. So perhaps somewhere within me, I internalized that um, if somebody was looking for an apology, then I wasn't going to give it. And actually, this was really interesting about two years ago, I was in a conversation with my mom, and I don't remember exactly what we were talking about, but in the conversation, my mom said, I know you don't believe in apologizing, so I'm not going to suggest that you apologize because I know you don't believe in it. And I was totally thrown by that. I was like, what, what made you think that I don't believe in apologizing? And I know that I was defensive in that moment, but you know, days later, I was reflecting on it, like, what messages am I sending out there to my family that says that Matthew doesn't apologize, that Matthew makes decisions and just stands by them, whether or not they hurt people, whether or not, you know, whatever the consequences are that I just don't apologize. So that instance really made me think about how I feel about owning things, how I feel 
about really, you know, as his listener put it, coming clean. And the way that I have interpreted, you know, that question is apologizing. And so today, this is how I feel about it. If I truly step out of line with my character, if I step out of integrity, and I do something or I say something that does not align with how I want to be showing up in my life, and that thing that I do or the thing that I say hurts another person, that's when I apologize. And typically what happens is there's a reflection period for me because I can get caught up in emotions and I can do things and I can say things. And if I don't take a second to ask myself, why did I do that? Why did I say that? Where did that come from? Was I trying to bring that person down? Was I trying to hurt them? If I don't take that time, then a lot of times the realization that I've stepped out of integrity and I've done something out of my character never happens. I never have that realization. Therefore, I don't apologize. So when I'm presented with an opportunity, let's say somebody tells me, Matthew, you hurt me. What I do now is I think back to what went, <clears throat> excuse me, what went down and how I behaved. And I ask myself, is this something that I would want to repeat? Is this something that I would, you know, be open to tell somebody, yeah, I did that. Is this something that I feel is in alignment with my character, with my integrity, with my mission statement? Is this in alignment with who I say I'm being with my mission statement? If the answer is yes, then okay. I can be cool with that. And I can simply look at that as, listen, the person did not like what I said or what I did, but it's in alignment with who I want to be and who I am. So in those cases, an apology may not be necessary. And if I were to give an apology in those situations, it might not be coming from a place of sincerity because I'm giving it for them. But if I do my little evaluation and I see, wow, what I said or what I did really is not in alignment with who I want to be and how I want to show up in life, that's when I own it. That's when I own it. I take responsibility for it. And I say, listen, I apologize. You know, I'm sorry I did that. I see how what I did or what I said could, you know, create that feeling within you, could make you feel that way. I'm sorry about that. That wasn't my intention, you know? And so that honestly is how I decide whether or not something is I need to apologize for. Now, with the original question, you know, do I come clean? That's an interesting, that's an interesting way to phrase it right? It's like, how do you know when to come clean? Coming clean for me sounds more like, feels more like taking responsibility. And I have no problem taking responsibility for my actions. If I said something or if I did something, I will take responsibility for it because I said it and I did it. And I know the principle that every action has a consequence. That's a principle that I use to govern my life. That's something that I really work on internalizing and embodying. And so when I'm aligning with that principle, every action has a consequence, then okay, if I say something that offends, or if I do something that offends, I need to own it. I need to simply own it. First and foremost, own it. Yeah, okay, I did that. I'll quote unquote come clean, right? 
The second half of that is looking and saying, is this something that warrants an apology? And that's where I go back and I say, okay, is the thing that I said, is the thing that I did, is that in alignment with who I want to be? Is that the person that I want to be? Is that how I want to show up? No? Okay. Let's apologize for it. Yes, it is in alignment? Okay. Then I'm going to be firm in how I, what I said or what I did. And that's a great opportunity for me to release how the other person takes it. Because sometimes, you know, let's say like today, for example, Sarah and I were having a conversation around business and I gave some pretty blunt feedback, some pretty blunt suggestions. Um, I, I really wasn't in a space to uh, be re, uh, positive reinforcement. I wasn't in a space to give positive reinforcement. I just like, boom, said it. That's not necessarily a situation that I'm going to apologize for because I'm, I'm very clear on what I said and I'll totally take responsibility for that. What I will do in that situation is hear Sarah when she says, hey, listen, maybe a different approach will help get the message across. I can say, oh, okay, I got you. Okay, I see, I see how my approach made it harder for you to digest the information. I may not apologize for my approach, you know, because my, my approach was just blunt and direct and just looking at it like, ah, I'm not the most effective. Because, you know, here's the thing with apologies that I feel. There are some of us who will apologize for everything. There are some of us who are quick to say I'm sorry all the time. Who will say I'm sorry for other people's actions and behaviors. And that's a tough place to be. Because when you're constantly apologizing for people, when you're constantly apologizing, even for yourself, for, for somebody not liking what you said, for somebody, you know, not, not appreciating whatever. You're constantly taking on that responsibility. And most of the time, there's some, there's some part in you that is piling on the guilt, piling on the shame, piling on the self-criticism. And you feel like everyone else's emotions are your responsibility. They're your problem. And you feel like if that person isn't happy, it's because of something you must have done, something you must have said. Therefore, you need to apologize for it. That's why I use some sort of criteria to decide when I'm going to apologize. Because when I apologize, it is sincere, it is heartfelt, it is honest. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And of course, there's little things here and there. I might bump into Sarah. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Right? That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. You know? So I tend to use these little quick check-ins with myself. When I'm presented with a, a situation where a person may not like who I'm being, may not like what I said, may not like what I did. And it really does help me by having these things. All right, is this who I want to be? Is this how I want to show up? Is this what I'm saying in my mission statement? And I can just think through those things real quick. It only takes a couple seconds. A lot of times it's simply a feeling. Like I can feel it when I'm stepping out of line. I can feel it. When I'm, when I'm not in alignment with my character or in, when, when I'm stepping out of integrity. Like, you just feel it. And that goes to the other part of this question. You know, the listener said, my heart and mind are in conflict. For me, when I'm up in my mind and I'm trying to rationalize, not apologizing, not owning up to something, and I'm doing all the mental stuff, that's when I know that I probably did something that I need to apologize for. If I'm having to think about it all the time, if I'm finding myself like spinning all these different webs, well, they did this and I was in a space of hurt and it was just that, nah, that's when I know I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I obviously came at this person from an emotional space. I obviously lashed out in some way. I obviously was trying to chop their legs out from under them so that they could feel small so I could feel big. When I'm going through that mental those mental gymnastics, that's when I know that, yeah, I probably stepped out of line. And that's when I'll apologize. Because when you know that, that you were being true to yourself, and you know when you were speaking something from the heart, or doing something from the heart, and you know that it was like, hey, listen, this is the type of thing that people may not like, but I'm still going to do it because this is in alignment with who I am and who I want to be. You feel it in your heart. You don't have to do the mental gymnastics. You feel it. And it's like, all right, you may not like this, and that's okay. And that's when you can own it. That's when you can just, you know, like you said in, in, in your message, let it go. Let go how the other people feel about it. So there really is some sort of process of discerning whether or not it's something that I own and apologize it's something that I let go. And I know it can be tough. I know it can be tough. But create some little checks in your mind, you know, that you can check off these boxes. If it checks off these boxes, then boom, it's something that I'm simply going to fully embrace and acknowledge that people may not like it. Or if it doesn't meet the criteria, oh man, okay, I stepped out of, out of, out of integrity. Let me come clean. Let me apologize for this so that we can keep it moving on. I had a a boss, a friend of mine, his name's Fred, and Fred instilled in our company culture that whenever somebody broke an agreement, we could not move forward in the relationship until it was cleaned up. And that was the phrase that he used, cleaned up. We got to clean this up. So for an example, if I said that I was going to be at a meeting by 2 o'clock and I showed up at 2.05, well, guess what? I broke an agreement. You know, I stepped out of my integrity. I went against 
that that person who I say I'm going to be by I'm a man of my word and I keep my agreements. And so Fred wouldn't allow us to continue with the meeting until I cleaned it up. There was something in the air that needed to be addressed and it needed to be cleaned up. And so for our company, we were all about you know health and fitness um, along with creating wealth. And so we typically did some sort of fitness thing to clean it up. We would do push-ups or we would do a squat hold or we would do something, jumping jacks, so that we could clean it up, own what we did, and then let it go and then move on. And so what's pretty interesting um, that this message, you know, the way that, that you worded this message, it's how do you know when to come clean, clear the air, or just let it go? What Fred was doing when we were cleaning things up, we were doing all of those things. We were coming clean. Hey, listen, it's 2.05. I said I'd be here by 2. My bad. We we're clearing the air. All right, let's just put it out there into the air and let's clean it up. Let me do my push-ups so that we can all let it go. And what was amazing is that when the person cleaned it up, everything was just, it was done. We didn't have to worry about it anymore. We didn't have to, you know, nobody had to feel any type of way. There was no grudges. There was no ill will because the person owned it. They acknowledged it. They experienced some sort of consequence. It's not fun to do, you know, a five-minute squat hold when you're in your business clothes right before a meeting. So you're probably uh, not going to do it again, right? So we cleared the air and we could just let things go. And that to me was a really powerful practice that, you know, I try to use even today. You know, when I break some sort of agreement, when I step out of line with my character or integrity, I want to clean it up. And so sometimes I might even ask that person, hey, what can I do to make this up? Right? Like I acknowledge, I own it. I stepped out of line. You know, I broke our agreement. I would love to clear the air. Can we figure out a way to do that so that both of us feel like, hey, you know, you don't have to hold on to anything. I can really own this, take responsibility, and let's clear the air. And that's another way to approach things. Not everybody's going to want to to go down that path. And depending on the severity of the hurt, you know, that may not really be um, an option. You know what I mean? Uh, but in certain situations, cleaning it up and and having some really specific clean it up criteria, <laughs> some cleaned up options, it truly helps. It really does because it allows you to not get caught up in the emotions behind something. I don't have to feel frustrated if somebody is late to a meeting. They're going to clean it up and we can keep it rolling. So this whole conversation about apologizing about coming clean, about owning our actions. You know, it is so intricately linked to not just the trust challenge, but also this concept of having it all. You know, part of having it all is taking full ownership over our lives. Fully owning that. It's really, really embracing, not even embracing, it is truly aligning with the principle that every action has a consequence. Because when you do that, it gives you the sense of personal responsibility. And so when I take responsibility over my life, I understand that I'm creating all the things within my life or I'm creating how I respond to them. So then when I look at a situation where you know I do something and it hurts somebody, 
I take full ownership over that. Wow, okay, yeah, I did that. I hurt that person. Let's examine that hurt, right? Are they hurt because I said something that came from a place of truth and they just didn't like what I had to say? Are they hurt because I performed an action that was totally in alignment with me and they didn't like that? They felt some sort of loss. They felt some sort of attachment. They felt some sort of whatever. And that's where the hurt came from. Or when I own it, when I fully own what I did, am I saying, man, I really just lashed out. I was in a deep place of hurt myself, which is what you wrote in your message. Deep place of hurt. And you ended up hurting another person. Because in that that second scenario, that's when me personally, I'd be like, wow, yeah, I apologize for that. And you can explain if you want. But really, when you're apologizing and coming clean, it's more important to put yourself in that other person's shoes and empathize. Man, I get how what I said or what I did really hurt you. You know, and reiterating why they might feel the way that they feel. Because that's what it is about having an abundant, loving life. You're taking full responsibility over everything. You're not saying that there is a that there is a victim and there's a villain. You're taking full ownership. You know, you aren't sitting in this place, well, you know what? I was in a deep place of hurt. I was hurt because of XYZ, because of some scenario or some person, because of some circumstance. I was in a place of hurt, and that's why I did this. Nah, that's not taking full responsibility. That's you placing how you were being in the hands of something external. Well, if that thing didn't happen, then I wouldn't have been in this place, and and then I wouldn't have hurt you, as opposed to saying, yeah, I hurt you. If you're interested in learning some of the reasons why, I'm happy to share, but let me just say that, yes, I hurt you. I get that what I did was hurtful to you, and I apologize, right? Like, that's how you come from a powerful place of just fully owning it and accepting it. So, again, I love this question. I love this scenario because I haven't always been known as a person who freely apologizes. My mom told me that, right? And and I know even today that apologizing for things is tough. It's tough to admit when you may have stepped out of out of character. It's hard because we want to be known as people who just, you know, we show up powerfully all the time, Right? We take other people's feelings into consideration, yet we still act in accordance to who we know ourselves to be, right? Like, we don't want to be the people who are like, dang, ah, yeah, I did that, and I was emotional, I was frustrated, I just wanted to lash out. Like, that's not who I want to be. So it's tough when I do that for me to just really look at it and say, wow, okay, I did that. I did that. But you know what? That's, that's maturity, being able to own your decisions, to be able to own your actions, take full responsibility. That's maturity. When you have a high level of maturity, that's what you do. You say, yep, you know what? That's the consequence of that action I took. I'm going to take it. I got it. Yeah, I did that. Okay. Immaturity is saying, nope, nope, I'm not taking that. Nope. Listen, you hurt me first. And if you didn't hurt me, then I never would have hurt you. That's just total immaturity. And you don't get to create, you know, you, you don't get to a place of creating an abundant, loving life by being immature. It just doesn't happen. 
You get there by being fully mature, taking full ownership, and saying, yeah, that's me. So, I'm excited to hear how this resonates with you. Because I know someone's going through some stuff right now, and they're feeling totally at conflict between their mind and their heart. Their mind is telling them one thing, their heart's pulling them another direction. You don't know whether to apologize, whether to just let it go. You don't know where, what's going on. And so I'm just interested in hearing how this episode impacts how you feel about that scenario. And I'm interested in hearing where you feel you've been coming from a place of immaturity and now you want to put, move to a place of maturity. Like, wow, yeah, I haven't wanting, been wanting to own this. And I'm recognizing that I could really step up in a powerful way by owning it. So hit me up. Let me know. MattCBivens at gmail.com and Matthew underscore Bivens on Instagram. And I want to say big thanks uh, to the listener who reached out to me on Instagram uh, to ask me this question and pose a scenario. I really, really appreciate that because you're now giving others the opportunity to learn and to grow and to receive some feedback and to potentially work through some sort of breakdown they might be experiencing or maybe avoid a future breakdown because of your courage and your openness and your willingness to share and get real. And that's awesome. That's beautiful. And that's how you have it all, by having that courage, by getting real, by being bold, by being authentic. I love it. Mm. All right, everybody. I truly, truly appreciate you hanging out with me today. I look forward to everything all of us are going to be creating this week as we are just continuing to be abundant, loving people and as we're spreading that abundance and spreading that love out into the world and just impacting those around us. And I'm just very grateful. I'm very grateful for how you all are showing up for the Trust Challenge participants, how you're showing up for you know the, the ones, the, those of you who've reached out to me in emails and, and messages and just shared with me little snippets of your life. I can't uh, can't tell you enough how much that means to me. And every time I read something, you know, I I get filled up because it tells me that this message of having it all, of experiencing an abundant, loving life, resonates, and that's an amazing thing. So thank you so much. My name is Matthew Bivens, and here is to you continuing to have it all. Peace. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved. Datages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Datages. That's D A D A G E S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.